Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, good evening, good morning, good afternoon, whatever your time might be around the world. Thank you very much for sitting in with us at the Author's Corner where they can. Tonight we have super, super duper guest. Her name is Tay Robson, and we'll talk about her with 26 years of social service experience. In addition to that, she started off as a blogger. But before we get into talking with our guests, let me just announce to our listeners, you're welcome to call in with any questions or comments you might have. Here's our number, 515-605-9812. I repeat, 515-605-9812. Call if you have any questions or comments. So let's go ahead and get broken going. Hey, Robson. Good evening, lady. How are you? Good evening, and how are you? Okay, you sound a little soft. Could you turn up a little bit? On the I can't. How's that? Is that better? I'll try, turn up mine and see. Yeah. Okay, we can go. So, good evening, and glad to have you here. You're calling in I'm, from where? Texas, right? I am. I'm glad to be here. I'm calling in from Fort Worth, Texas. What word? Where everything is bigger, huh? <laughs> they, well, they've proven that to be so. <laughs> I, I couldn't let it walk past. I've been in San Antonio for a while, for about a couple of years, and I heard that often. <laughs> oh, yeah, All everything's right. bigger in Texas. Okay. Well, Tay, go ahead and tell us how you came to get that, Tay, that uh, pen name, Tay. T-A-Y? Yes. Um, so my given name is Yvette, Yvette Robson. And as a young person, I have a cousin who born same day, same time, same hospital, one door over from each other. And uh, as oh. we were kids, <laughs> unofficial twins. So as we were kids, uh, she would always call me Yvette. And so oh. um, <laughs> when I moved to Texas, I quickly discovered that my given name wasn't always as easy to pronounce for uh, a lot of people I would encounter. I would be a Yanita, a Yvonne, a Yannette, an Everett. Oh, and yeah. so I finally just said, <laughs> can you say Tay? And they said, yeah. And so to okay. it's been. They give the next extra syllable on the, on the French word, Yvette. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, no problem. Well, I'm glad to know that. So, Tay, now we know why you call Tay. Yeah. All right. So, with all the things you have had, let's get back to your beginning. Uh, 26 years or so before, from where we are now, you started out your first, was it uh, blogger? Was that correct? Uh, my very first uh, stint into writing, I was a kid. And I wrote a lot as a kid. And uh, oh. at one point in school, 
we had a poetry writing contest. Uh-huh. And I had collected so many of them as I'd written so many of them. But I was too shy to submit them, but my sister wasn't. <laughs> so, so I gave her one to submit, and it won. And then it was posted oh. in the um, newspaper in our town. Okay. And so that's right. how I began writing. Social services mm-hmm. came quickly after I was 19, and I took on personal care. And a facet of that is social services, resource gathering, and assisting clients and patients with those necessary mm-hmm. resources that connected them to daily living. And I've been yes. there ever since. Good. Good. Well, but nevertheless, you stayed on with your blogging. Is that correct? I did. I never stopped writing. Okay. 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 And how did the books, your book, come about? Um, Besties Advice came about. Um, essentially, it was a blogging piece. I guess if you talk about my blogging history, that's where it began. I was a mm-hmm. very young mom, and so as a young mom, I wanted to collect something I could leave for my kids if ever something were to happen that could be a bit of an instruction manual. And uh, what I started to do was realize all of the different pearls of wisdom I'd encountered or or great pieces of advice I'd shared with a client or a friend or um, another young mom. And Mm -hmm. I used my social media platform, which at the time was Facebook, and I began to share them in blog form. And they quickly took oh, off. I started good. getting inbox good. messages from people saying, hey, when are you going to put out the next one? When are you going to put the next one? So I <laughs> created a blog site. <laughs> I created a blog site. And there it went. And the best wow. piece of advice was born. I was in San Antonio. What year was that? Ooh, I don't remember right now. <laughs> Never left. Oh, yes, it was 2006, I think it was. And I went there to mm-hmm. study about blogs, and they gave me the name, the, the blogger, master blogger. There you go. Because my I was with some uh, internet work, 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 work people, <laughs> and when I was uh, learning about blogs, I got into blogs by Google at the time. They were really good. And they called me the master blogger, and I started off really good. But the problem was the business people who wanted to have a blog already had their web. So the blog was contrasting with their business. Mm. Did you did you come across that too? Oh, wow. So you've been in blogging for a long period of time as well. Yeah, but I was trying to get it as a business side. That's what I was told that it would work. But it, uh, I guess yours is on a different level. Just mine, about information. Well, actually, okay, mine came you... about because I felt like I had so much to say. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. And you share any information with ladies around, is that right? I did. I started sharing yeah. it. Um, with not just friends, but with with my clients and patients, coaching mm-hmm. clients and 
even my children. And um, okay. I, I realized that collectively there were 15 key pieces of advice that I myself utilized and kept really close in my toolbox, my life skills toolbox, mm. that were really effective and had great outcomes for myself. And mm. uh, once I realized that, I started collecting them and putting them together in a body of work that I could share well, with my coaching clients when I had them, something tangible as they could see and, and work through. Good. Well, you know what? I have something to say about you. When I grow up, I want to be like when I grow up, I want to be like you. <laughs> Thank you. I, yeah, we have April in the house. Hi, April. That's a ring a bell for Hi, you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> From those days. Yes, well, if we have a guest, uh, a guest visiting our guest. We'll come back to okay. April later on because she has a lot mm-hmm. of hot stuff. But let's go back to our guest for tonight, Tay. So, Tay, you continue doing your blogs, and folks were responding to that, correct? Absolutely. Now, how did the book come about? The book came about because it was um, my daughter was going to graduate. She was in her 12th grade year, and I wanted mm-hmm. to give her something amazing to take with her oh. into life. And, uh, mm-hmm. again, it kind of directed me back to this best piece of advice blog. And as I started to investigate it, I realized that it wasn't just great parting advice for a young young girl graduating from high school, moving into that next stage of life, college, and, and so mm-hmm. on and so forth. But it was applicable to anybody who just mm-hmm. needed some direction. Yeah. And so best piece of advice, the workbook was created. Good. So the workbook became a reading book. Absolutely. That became a commercial book that you have. Where where yeah. would people find your books now? Right now, best piece of advice is um showcased on Amazon. I it is self published. Okay. I have um recently but I'm working with my own coach to revamp it, and we've completed the edit and updates as of Thursday night last week. <laughs> and so it will be relaunched, new and improved, soon. Well, you're moving up, moving on up. There you go. There you go. Good for you. I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm so excited that you were able to here. I know the hours are unusual for us, but nevertheless, we cater to our guests. We cater to the authors, and we provide blockage, not blockage, I'm sorry, booking. (laughs) We provide booking at the convenience of the guests. So here we are. That's convenient for you. And here we go. Oh, God. I I love that that wasn't an obstacle or a barrier to being able to share this, that there was that convenience and flexibility. I enjoyed that. That's good. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, That's part of my clinical social work background. Serve people, and people will be served. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So now I'm going to ask you, what about a story? Do you have a story you came up with that – would be most like you, you would be most like to share with our share with us 
As an author? Yes, absolutely. Um, As an author, Best Piece of Advice is a series. So the second installment of Best Piece of Advice, which is Hey You, It's Your Life, is in the works and should be completed mm, by the end of June at the latest August. So as I was Mm -hmm. writing uh, the second installment, I... um, (laughs) I happened upon the worst writer's block I've ever experienced in my career oh. writing. Been oh there. <laughs> and if you're a writer and you've experienced that, you know that the obstacle mm-hmm. that writer's block can present can be astronomical. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. It, it, it can leave you almost with this sense of anxiety because you feel like you have mm-hmm. too much to say but you cannot find the words. Yeah. yeah. So in the sense of that, I found myself really affected by it. It was, it was affecting my confidence. Uh, I started to second guess myself. Well, maybe the words are not coming because I don't really have anything to say. Uh, yeah. Maybe this just isn't something that people need right now. And it became immediately more of a psychological block Mm-hmm. Versus just not having the words. Yeah. And so it took for me to mm-hmm. step back and to access my own supportive network of significance and say, this is what I'm going through. I, I know I have so much to say. I, 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 I say it when I do speaking sets. I say it when I facilitate workshops, but I can't seem to sit down and write it. And a really great friend of mine said, Stop writing it. And mm. that blew me away. I was like, stop writing it? But that's what this is about. Wow. It's about writing. How do I yeah. stop writing it? And she said, wow. stop writing it and start saying it. Oh, I see. Rather than and putting yes. words on paper, put it into words. Verbally. She said, record it. Yeah. When you're, when you're doing your life skills workshops, when you're speaking, um, when you're talking, when these things come up, record it. Yeah. Go back and listen to Maybe. it and then transcribe it. Yeah. Good for you. Wow. Good for you. That was the most powerful tool I had ever been given as a writer. Yeah. yeah. I never, ever That's- equated my speaking experience to being useful in my writing experience uh-huh. and the well, moment that it. I did the words start pouring forth that's an eye opener right now for our audience audience yeah. are you listening carefully if you listen and want to become an author you listen to what comes up here on our show because every author is a different person every author mm-hmm. is not experienced every author wants to be a sale best-selling author. It doesn't always work. But there are some bumps along the way that we have to handle. Mm -hmm. And tonight, Tay was able to tell us about one, how she handled her. Mm -hmm. Good, Tay. Great. It was was the most powerful tool I ever used. Yeah. I never thought that speaking it, it's almost like a manifestation. When you're speaking it, the words are forming. They're taking shape. Wow. 
Yes. If you record them, you capture them. Yes. You capture them in their organic state, and you can listen to them and play them back, and you can do the editing and, and the critiquing all at the same time just by listening to what you said. Oh, yes. So you brought the story to us and shared it with us. I thank you for that. Let's go back to where your book is available, and let's talk about when your new book will be available, where will it be available, likewise. Awesome. Uh, Best Piece of Advice, Coaching Your Own Life Workbook is currently available on Amazon for $14.99. I um, hope to also use Amazon as the platform for the second installment, which is Hey You, It's Your Life. I I'm hoping that Hey You will be finished. Um, we're at the editing stage and kind of that first draft reviewing and, and analyzing that first draft, which I'm hoping will be done over the summer and ready to launch by at the latest September 1st. Wow. Okay. You are a busy, 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 busy lady. You're doing first book, second book. You are working in social services, mm-hmm. could you give us a, a, an explanation of what kind of activities you're involved? You do speaking, training, you work with youngsters. Show, show, show oh, absolutely. With what you're doing. absolutely. Right now I am the resident services and housing case management manager at Samaritan House of Fort Worth. I work with families who are homeless, experiencing oh. mental disabilities or physical disabilities, and or living mm. with AIDS or HIV. Mm. I, I enjoy my work. I, I love the opportunity to be a part of helping clients to, 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 to create these realistic life plans with goals that are attainable mm-hmm. for them. I, I am a very yeah. goal-driven individual. And uh, it has been astronomical, the results that just setting goals and action steps and taking those steps to accomplish my, my said goal have been for my life. It's been, it's been a blessing. I um, mm-hmm. also facilitate life skills workshops with Karen County Housing uh, Family Self-Sufficiency Program as well. I've done that over the course of five years. I recently reconnected with them to begin doing those as well. I've done my first one. My next is coming up in July, and it is experiencing life post-COVID. How how do we reintegrate? And yeah. um, what what does life really look like for us? What what does goal setting look like? Uh, what what are realistic accomplishments that we can set for ourselves that we can attain in this? climate that we're living in now, how does COVID mm. play into that? Um, how, how do we navigate working remote and this new construct of the workforce that's being built? Mm-hmm. We, so I'm excited about that too. Wow. wow. Well, you, you're saying something that is going through everybody in this world, and we have to struggle to get through what we want to get through. And it's called goals. We have to set our goals and go towards them. We have a guest in the, on the air right now who is similarly 
share some information to help us get through. April, are you there? I'm here. Okay. Could you share for a minute what's going on with you and how you're helping others going through the COVID situation? So um, we started a magazine called Panda Magazine. The name Uh Pandem comes from, of course, Pandemic. Mm -hmm. And the concept came from my business partner who said it'd be cool if we can have an app or a platform that would be a group of people who come together and say, hey, this is what I did to get out of this situation or this is how I've overcome. And, um, yes? Your volume has gone down. Could you bring it up, please? Oh, it did? Okay, hold on. Is that better? No, it's, it's dropped down quite a bit. Is that better? Keep going. We'll do what we can. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so, um, can you hear me? No, that's me. Can I'm sorry. I was trying to bring up oh, the volume, <laughs> and the music came up. I'm sorry. It's no, the okay. volume dropped down. Well, it dropped down a bit. Let's go ahead, uh, April. Okay, so, uh, yeah, we started the magazine to try to create a platform for people who are using different out-of-the-box techniques to get out of the situation they're in. So maybe there's a lot of people who started their own businesses and uh, a lot of people who've done different things uh, who maybe survived COVID uh, using alternative medicine and just different things, just how did – you thrive through this pandemic. And that was the mm-hmm. whole concept behind the magazine. And wow. um, we we released our first issue last week. And uh, we have it. It's, we're, we're a digital magazine. And um, we are working on our second one. We're quarterly. So our next one comes out in August. And it's dedicated to veterans. And basically it's, it's basically saying, okay, you know, you just retired from the military or you're retiring from the military, now what? <laughs> you know, yeah, so we want to have the... – coming home, yeah. So what, what, what can veterans do? Yeah. Yes. And what yeah. can veterans do to get, you know, basically find their new purpose? Because in your whole life has been – you know, the the military, and now you have to, st- in a way, you're starting over. What do I get yes. into? What do I, you know, what what do I, you know, there, yeah. it's, so it's to have things like that to kind of inspire them and hear from other veterans of what they did when they retired. Wow. And my business partner is a, um, he's an, um, he's a veteran. He was oh, in, okay. Yeah, he started when he was, I think he signed up when he was 17. His father signed him up when he was 17. He first oh. deployed when he was 19 um, when 9-11 happened. So oh. he's he was in the Army for 14 years. And um, so he went through his transition of like, okay, what do I do now? <laughs> yeah. He's still going. Yeah. <laughs> but, you I know, the yeah, the thing that helps is us starting this company. It gives them something, yeah. you know. Yeah. So that's well, what we're doing. Well, thank you for being here and for sharing the information. Yeah. Just stand by. Thank we can you. continue with this. And, hey, don't go away because we have a guest calling in on the line. 
Let's go ahead and okay. take that that call. Area code six five one. Go ahead and tell us what you have on mind. Question or comment? Go right ahead. Uh, I have a comment. Are, are you talking about me? Who's me? Hello. Uh, um, okay. This is Sarah. Go right ahead. You have a question or comment? I actually have a comment. I know Yvette personally, and Yvette has been. I live in Minnesota, and Yvette now lives in Texas, so I oh, don't get Yvette, to see okay. her as much. Um, I've known Yvette. I'm sorry. Go one, ahead. one second, please. The reason why I didn't understand, I was a little confused. You were saying <laughs> Yvette, and I, I'm just getting to learn that Yvette is also K. So yeah, <laughs> oh. bear with me. That's what threw me off. Okay, okay. That's okay. okay. No problem. Go right ahead. Go right ahead. <laughs> okay, so um. When Yvette lived in Minnesota, I met Yvette 20 plus years ago. I also worked in social wow. services, and we worked together um, at a place called Project Hope. And what we did was we helped yes. people that were homeless or were about to be homeless. Um, Yvette is a very inspirational woman. Um, still to this day, when I'm not having a good day, I always go to Yvette's page because she always has oh. some kind of inspirational oh, something on her Facebook to to make me feel better about my life. And oh. so, um, you know I love you. You know I love you, Yvette. <laughs> I have big love for you. So, um, I and I remember when we were interviewing her, um, to be a Project Hope worker and to be one of my coworkers, one of the things um, that she talked about was she wrote a newsletter for her family to keep her family informed about, and she has a very, very big family, to keep everybody informed as to what was going on with everybody in the family. Wow. Wow. So, tell me your name, please. Excuse me for interrupting you. I have all good memories name? of Yvette. All good memories. Okay, I wanted to get your name, please. My name is Sarah. Sarah. Sarah, the reason why I ask yeah. your name is because you and I, and I'm sure our guests and I'm sure our audience, have all something in common when it comes to Yvette or Tay. My spin on the on the situation is, I told already, when I grew up, and I guess the rest of us, when we grew up, we want to be like, hey, that's who you do, I Sarah? Agree. <laughs> I agree. Say, see that, Tay? Hey, I'm not the only one. <laughs> Sarah and I worked together for about 20 years, and she, wow. I, 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 I love that I have those connections. Some people yes. don't yes. have those lifetime connections yeah. and people of significance. I have friends who I have been actively friends with, connected yes. friends with for upwards of 20 to 30, now 34 years. Wow. And it, it's because of that experience with Project Hope that taught me so much about assisting clients with navigating crisis and traversing uh, obstacles in their lives. I learned primarily the framework of survival in my own life. Sure. And it was transferable yeah. into that position when I took it on as a hope worker, working with families who are homeless or near homeless or wow. navigating poverty. And it's also where I've derived some of the greatest inspirations and pearls of wisdom for 
best piece of advice I learned from them. Yeah. Oh, well, it's all. Oh, you see, now you got me over here like ready to cry. <laughs> Stop saying that. <laughs> I'm just gonna say it's like a bicycle. All you have to do is pedal. The wheels in the front will move. The wheels in the back will move. All you need to do now is use your hands to guide yourself which way you absolutely. want to go, left or right. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I'll let other callers call in. And yesterday was Tay slash Yvette's birthday. So happy birthday, honey. Yes. Happy birthday, oh, yes. Happy birthday. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> happy you. birthday, Tay. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. And and I'm very proud of you of that. And I'll let other people call in and have a chance to talk. But just know that, you know, Minnesota always has your back, okay? Thank you. I, I believe it. I believe it. Okay. All right. Thank you way. for having me on the show. You're welcome. Thank you for calling. You're welcome, in. Sarah. Don't go away. I have yeah. something Bye-bye. to mention to you. There's something else okay. that you could look at. We have created okay. a tribute board on Pinterest. It's on the get the link. It's on our website. Click on it, and you'll okay. find out more about. Well, you know a lot about uh, Sarah. <laughs> she does. Now you're. Sarah. There you go. You know enough about her, but that's more information there. You could pass on to others. All right? Okay. Thank you. Thank you for calling in. All right. All right. Thank you. Thank you again. Yeah. Bye bye. Okay. Hey, what else do you have in mind that you want to talk about? I'm I'm surprised. (laughs) Go ahead. No, uh, that, thank you for that. That was quite a welcome surprise. I appreciate that. That's good. That's what we're all about. Yeah, in the author's corner, helping each other. There we go. As a matter of fact, that's what we call it uh, when we were doing your doing the show with you, uh, April. Authors well, helping yeah. authors. Yeah, that's yep. what we did. <laughs> then the hurricane came and things went every which way. Yeah. 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 Well, April, anything else you want to share about? Um, There was something that Tay had said that piqued my interest where uh, I think you said something about with the the pandemic and people finding ways to help each other. And that was something that I was interested in. I wanted to learn more about that from you. Okay. Uh, Right now, as we all uh, globally, as, as a people, not just uh, a nation here or a nation there, but us as a global society mm-hmm. are navigating this, this unprecedented time in history. What we've learned in social work and social services is that um, COVID has produced some very, uh, <clears throat> I don't want to say we weren't prepared for it because I think that we all knew that this was new mm-hmm. and it would create things like depression and anxiety and right. people would begin to experience isolation and the uncertainty and unemployment would drive this thing and mental health would be at the end of it. So mm-hmm. what we've discovered uh, in my work, especially in resident services, which is a facet of the organization I work with, which is bringing services to low-income communities to help them mm-hmm create the atmosphere of self-sufficiency, connect with resources, and, and honestly yeah. just to navigate crisis and, 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 and to be prepared. In doing so, what we're discovering yeah. is connected networks tend to fare best. 
when you're working with clients and you're offering them viable resources for crisis or food or um, emergency funds as they are in this climate, they're Mm -hmm. sharing the information. Mm -hmm. And as they're sharing the information, they're connecting to one another as a supportive network to help each and each other individually navigate mm-hmm. this new set of circumstances. You've said it well. Yeah. You put it together very well, very, very well. Well, at the foundation yeah. of it all is people helping yeah. people. Right. Yes, exactly. Right. Well, April, you too. Uh, I would love to have Bo's I have to be careful how I say this. <laughs> Expose yourself. No, no, no. <laughs> Expose your program, your mm-hmm. your your magazine, because I think mm-hmm. you are really hitting the nail on the head and helping folks realize they don't have to sit back and feel sad. They don't have to sit back no. and say, okay, I'm, we're, we're locked in. There are things that could be done no. and things that are being done. So go ahead you know, and share some points. Yeah, the the one thing that I've noticed with this whole pandemic is a lot of people have it, it's either it's either sink or swim, and a lot of people uh, have been forced to realize, okay, I gotta I gotta sit back and think about what am I capable of doing, and they started yeah. using their God given talents and creating yeah. wealth for themselves, and I don't yep. think we hear enough of those stories, and the, but these people are doing it. They, I mean, as simple as um, I've seen people making enough money, more money than they've made working a nine to five during this pandemic, yeah. just by starting by selling lip, lip gloss, making lip gloss mm-hmm. and yeah. selling it. They're not doing yeah. anything illegal. They're not doing anything crazy. They're just, they're, they have no choice now, but to step out on a limb and take that oh, chance. Yeah. And I feel like, I feel like it's always been there in them to start a business or do something but they've always been afraid because you have all these bills coming at you. You have yes. your children, especially for single moms. A lot of single moms have started their own business. And yeah. one thing I, I, I'm a single mom. And one thing I always admire about single moms, we're very resourceful. When it comes mm-hmm. down to feeding our babies, we're going to do it. <laughs> yeah. We will figure yeah. it out. Yeah. And I just think that their stories need to be heard that, you know, all these people who have started different things, there's a lot of bad things in the pandemic, but there's also a lot of good things that happened, you know, as in yes. basically the veil has been removed. It is what it is. Yeah. You know, we see America mm-hmm. as it is. We can't lie to mm-hmm. ourselves anymore how, how America is anymore. This is what it is. And Absolutely. what I like is some people are like, okay, now we need to address this problem. And they are addressing it. We 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 yeah. are trying Absolutely. to fix what's broken. And I think that's what, that's what the magazine like that's what we want to support. So yes. there's a lot of broken things in our country, and um, you know I've been I've been in you know, like eighteen. You know my story. I've been on the side where uh, my yeah. youngest was pretty much born in a hotel. I know what it's mm-hmm. like to be homeless. Yeah. I know what it's like to be Absolutely. physically abused. You know. I know what it's like to not to go hungry and feed your babies instead. You know, like you make sure they yeah. you just go hungry for days. I know yeah. what that's like. So, yeah. I, you know, like I feel like God put me through those things to prepare me for what we're going through now. But now Absolutely. I'm in a position where I'm like, hey, you can do this. 
you you got this talent. You write a book. You know, people don't yeah. realize writing a yeah. book. I'm te- I'm I'm starting a course. I'll be teaching people how to write books, and yeah. it's not. I never want to tell somebody, oh, you're going to write a book and get rich the next day. <laughs> we all know that's not true. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't work that way. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't work that way. But you don't have to be the next bestseller. You can make enough money yeah. from your book. You can make enough money from even just learning how to do the still the skills that you develop from writing your own book and publishing your own mm-hmm. book. But you can yeah. help other people, and that could be a business. There's so many different ways to look at it. Yeah. Yeah, that's so that's when we open this channel. Yeah. Yeah. I think so that we're seeing the reemergence of entrepreneurs. Like it's being yes. united yeah. in a way that we haven't seen in, in centuries. People are yeah. taking the reins of their life. They're taking their, their God given talents and their abilities mm-hmm. and they're applying it to their purpose. Right. And you, in doing so the, they're creating sustainable futures mm, yeah. for their families. Yeah. So, I mean, exactly. What a blessing yeah. in the middle it of the pandemic. It is. Okay. And it's something you can pass on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to pass on something right now. I came a little <laughs> ahead of what you were talking about, but it's still the same thing. Because mm-hmm. <clears throat> I grew up with a single parent mom, and she didn't really finish high school, I'm sure of that. But nevertheless, mm-hmm. it never and never faced her because she was working as a housekeeper, and I lived along with her there. She was making Mm -hmm. the bread and cakes around Christmas time. Mm -hmm. Family and friends who needed uniforms for school, she was busy making those. And, of course, I had to help her along the way. Christmas time, she made pastries and whatnot, and I had to store, what do you call it, the dough. I had to store those things. Each had a little pail. But, you know, it brought me to a point where I didn't know what I wanted to do when I when I grew up. I knew that I wanted to go to college, but what did I want to study? I didn't know. But thank God, two gentlemen, actually three, two gentlemen right now, well, in my past, saw potential in me that I didn't see myself. And I, I, I still look back to that because if they didn't open my eyes to potential, where would I be now? probably still looking mm-hmm. where I need to be. And that thing yeah. is, I call potential, and I look around. We human beings all have potential, and our potential are different, and each one has his own path. Could you imagine if we all had the same interests, the same potential? I want to be a oh. dentist. I want to be a dentist. And we all have nothing but 50,000 dentists in your community. I mean, it's <laughs> It's a, it's a, it really blocks my mind, my mind, because we have potential that helps us help others. And that's the way that the world goes around, that we're helping each other. Yeah. So I, I, I call it taking need of our potential, maximizing our potential, because we don't know what our potential is until somebody points it out to us. And that's kind of what we're doing now. Pandemic is mm-hmm. forcing people look at it more so now. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Well, what else do you have in mind there, um, Jay? What else in mind? Well, I, I think that we're on the right track as, as writers. Part uh-huh. of the writing process is, is sharing what you've written. And 
as we navigate our current climate and this uh, pandemic, we see so many people existing in a perpetual cycle of fight, flight, or freeze mm-hmm. until they realize they have options. And it's when they begin to build on these options that they realize that part of that is embracing the changing workforce, using the skills of mindfulness, self-forgiveness. As a writer, especially writing yeah. this second installment of Best Piece of Advice, we've incorporated things like um, how to navigate adversity, what forgive, yeah. how powerful forgiveness is, and not just forgiveness for the person who may have transgressed against you, but self-forgiveness, forgiving yeah. yourself, um, yeah. learning more about what, what power there is in having a good cry. The body yeah. is built to navigate this atmosphere, this system. God innately put us together so that every bit of our body functions in a way that helps us survive. Yes. And as a writer, writing that in a way that is receivable, comprehensible to to the reader, but but doable, something that says they can read Mm -hmm. it and say, you know what, I can do that because we can all do something. We are all capable of contributing no matter how minute or how how grand we have the ability to contribute. Mm-hmm. And that enhances the the whole of the human experience. And as a writer, you, that's my goal. You said it well. You really did. Yeah. It's a goal. So it brings me to this point now where I know you have been a an author, a blogger. You've written articles. And, I'm, and I know somewhere along the way you had different activities in social services. What do you see yourself doing in five years from now? Five years from now, my hope is that I have created a platform to have the difficult conversations in inside the social work and social service arena where we're talking uh-huh. to clients about the different stigmas in mental health, dispelling those myths in the black and brown communities about us not needing counseling or connecting with therapists. Mm. I also see myself, I'm, I'm a very spiritual being. I, I, I believe in the most high God. I, I mm-hmm. believe that every, every event, experience, trauma, tragedy, joy, triumph in my life, victory has prepared me to exist, not just exist, but thrive through whatever challenge may come my way. And I want the opportunity to share that with those who who are not conscious of that, who don't have that, that knowledge or that confidence in what they've been through. Yes. Yeah. It may be tragic. Yes, it may have been traumatic, but in that trauma, there is a pearl for you that you can you use go. to navigate yeah. life mm-hmm. onto a better outcome. And that's the potential we're talking about. Yes, yes, yes. Definitely. And so wow. in five years, I, I, I hope to have authored 
at least three more books. Completed mm-hmm. my own bio. I have uh, I've been working on my own autobiography for about 15 years, and I remember as I started writing it as a project in school, it just took off. And oh. I was sitting with my daughter, who is no longer with us. Uh, she was killed April 21st, oh. 2018, um, oh, due to domestic violence. And I remember oh, sitting with her, and I remember her saying. So, Mom, are you going to ever finish that book? It's like it's a great story. You should finish that book. And I and I, yeah. I said to her, Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I feel like it's missing something. I I, I feel like there's something more yeah. that I need to do. Or and she said to me the most profound thing that I had ever heard in my life, and that was, Mom, are you waiting to be great? To finish your book because if that's oh, wow. what you're waiting for yeah. because if that's what you're waiting for you're already great wow wow, wow. and See it that? has been the motivation of my life since yes yes there you go no not allow myself to be held well, back yeah exactly yeah, yeah. yeah. ditch the, the out you know the out of date trash talk that we tell ourselves push past yeah. it because we're already great if greatness is what you're waiting to be, then greatness yeah. requires action. Yeah. Greatness requires effort. Greatness requires fearlessly pushing beyond the limits of your own imposed fear. Mm-hmm. Right. Don't. Right. You're already great. Now you just need to let someone else know it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, let me turn oh. to another question that wraps everything up we are talking about today. We have young authors or inexperienced authors or aspiring authors who may not consider themselves good enough to be uh, an author. So what suggestions would either one of you, in fact, both of you, April and they, what suggestions or tips would you have to offer? Who wants to go first? <laughs> I'm going to take it first. Oh, okay. For the budding author, I would say don't let, don't let the fear of failure stop you from writing your great story. Mm-hmm. When you mm-hmm. investigate and explore that fear, at the very root of it, most of us are comfortable with failure. We've done it so many times in our life in so many different areas. Yeah. Instead, what what usually is stopping us is the fear of success. Mm-hmm. Don't mm-hmm. allow the fear of success to limit your ability to put your story out. You have something to say. And no matter what the people in your inner circle may say, there's someone who needs to hear your story. There's someone mm-hmm. that that story can change, can impact. There's a life that can be ratified just by listening yeah. to your testimony. Share your story. And no matter what, write. Even if you write a paragraph a day, a sentence, an hour, a, a chapter a month, it eventually well, all comes next, together. That was going to be my next question. In what way should a person write? Should they write at nighttime? Should they write at daytime? Should they write outside in the sun or go on the beach and write while they're on the beach? Any suggestions? I write, 
I work best when I'm in nature. I love being close to creation. I think that in creation there is limitless inspiration. When you you look at the handiwork of the Most High and you see how God strategically connected all these things so that they work in this beautiful, cohesive Mm -hmm. circle of life, it, it inspires you to share more to share exactly. and to believe more. Sometimes you need to see what has been created in order to believe that you also have the ability to create. Yeah. There's something that's really hmm. interesting. April, I'll come back to you in a minute, but something I want to share okay. quickly. I have a kitty cat who has come to visit me and is now, um, he's a point, he's a point in me. <laughs> He or she, I don't know which one it is. But nevertheless, mm-hmm. she was scared right away and wouldn't come near me. But I've spent time talking with her, coming towards her. And the thing was, she saw something in me that worked for her, the fact that I had food available for her. But as I came near her, and if, if I happened to make it, a loud noise or something. She really would jump almost like in the air because he was not tame with noise. But now she's she she's a feral cat. She has I don't know where she goes when she's not here. But now she comes around and is cuddling up to me. And I said, I didn't ask that. I didn't ask for that. But the cat sees something in me that made her or him or it acceptable to me, or for me. should be acceptable to him. So that's amazing that, that, that I, I want to share. April, let's go back to you. What do you, what do you have to add? Well, for me, I mean, I agree with everything Tay said. Tay said it perfectly. Um, the only thing yeah. that I would say from my perspective is the thing that spoke to me the most is when I began to write, to when I was working on my first book, Endurance, um, I had a dream that it's it's like I went it's like I was I was like in my 80s 80s 90s and I was on my deathbed and my life flashed before my eyes in my dream and it was very boring. <laughs> it was just wait a minute. I wait a, uh-huh. wait a minute wait when you say in the 80s you're talking about your age 80s. Yeah, in in my dream, I was like I was like eighty six or eighty seven or eighty eight. Wow. I was up there. Yeah, and I was laying on my right, right, <laughs> and I, it was an eye opener. So um, yeah. I was laying there on my deathbed, just you know, slowly leaving, and my yeah. life was flashed from my eyes. And what hit me, what hurt me in a dream, is that I never accomplished anything. I didn't oh, set out to do anything mm. spectacular. I didn't set out to do anything that was like me. Everything uh, everything was, yes, I raised my children. I was a good wife. The end. Yeah. Like that was that was it. That there was nothing yeah. like, oh, this is April. She wrote this book or she did this or she did that and, you know, God sent you here for a purpose. Yeah. It's great to raise children. That is a purpose. And and to be a good spouse is great, but there has to be something that's completely you. And when you write a book, yeah. that's completely you. Nobody can take that from you. We could all write the same story of Cinderella, but it'll all have different perspectives. So mm-hmm. 
your story, your perspective, your view needs to be written. So to everybody, they need to write. Yeah. By the way, the, the, the invitation I want to expand to you, ladies, anytime you have any event and you want to come on, the door is always open. So when you come with your second book, mm-hmm. you're welcome to come on down. And then um, April, I like yeah. to get together with you and let us have some more sit in like like you like you're doing right now. So the doors open okay. for you too. Great. Awesome, sounds good. Okay, well, well let's wrap things up. Yeah, yeah, let's wrap things up and give each of you the opportunity to share where can our listeners contact you. Let's okay. go with uh, Jay. Let's go with you first. Where can you um, get your new book as well as your... My current book is available on Amazon. Um, it is $14.99. It is a workbook, so be prepared to work through the different exercises that um, assist with wow. discovering your purpose, um, outlining yeah. your dreams, and setting your goals. <laughs> I um, am also very visible on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn, I um, oh, okay. my second book should not be ready for distribution. I, I hope it will be ready by September, September twenty um, twenty one. Um, prayerfully, we'll have a book signing in and, and a launch, an official launch okay. for that. But okay. um, as far as speaking platforms, you can contact me for bookings through either of those platforms and um, workshop facilitating. I'm also a life strategies coach. I work with Mm. coaching clients on a multitude of uh, different issues to help them create the best plan of action for their lives and to get the uh, desired outcomes. I enjoy what I do. I believe that um, the anointing for my life is to love people. I'm a lover Mm. who is my gift, and Mm -hmm. I, 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 I enjoy it. I made my peace with at some point in my life when this life is over I will probably die helping someone and I am at peace with that so I um, other than that um, live laugh love one at yahoo.com is my email address and I do check that frequently and respond accordingly and if they didn't if they didn't if our listeners didn't get their your, your email address what's the name on uh, Facebook and Instagram. What's your call's name? My name is Tay Robson on Facebook and Tay Robson 12 on Instagram. Uh, you can also find me, Tay Robson, on LinkedIn as well. Again, that email address is live, laugh, love, one at yahoo.com. Oh, fantastic. Okay. Great. Okay, in April, how do people get over you uh, on your, about your if you yeah okay <laughs> my um email address is april just like the month um and it's s as in skin the number two live and the number four dot com so that's skin to live for dot com our okay. website for the magazine is called pandem magazine and pandem is spelled p a n d e m and then you know magazine Yes. Okay. Good enough. Good enough. Yeah. And oh. yeah, we. Yeah, that's about it. Okay. Great. Well, definitely, we'll have you back, uh, April, and then uh, mm-hmm. 
Hey, you're welcome back anytime you want. Just say the word and we'll open the doors for you. Great. You're welcome. Thank you're you. welcome. All right, folks. It was so nice of uh, Sarah to drop in and leave a comment for you and help to confirm my belief. That was beautiful. Uh, yeah. When I grow up when I grow up I want to be like you. <laughs> you remember that now. <laughs> you remember that. Okay then. Folks, thank you very much for coming in and staying with us and enlightening our listeners. Fantastic job you did, both of you. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Uh, Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, folks, Mm -hmm. we'll see you later. We've had a wonderful evening with two ladies and a third lady who came by to pay her services to Tay. Tay, Tay, I'm calling you Tay now. Okay, thank you very much, ladies. We appreciate it, and we'll see you around next time. Take care now, okay. folks. Get home safely. You do the same. Yes. Thank you. Take care now. Thank You're welcome. You. You're welcome, both of you. Bye-bye. Good night. Bye-bye. Good night, Arne.